Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to another adventure of Chicago Restaurant Week 2024. I'm your host, J.P. Lamp. I uh, just spent the last two weeks exploring quite a few different fun little locations here in Chicago. Exploring Restaurant Week uh, really wasn't something top of mind, but did have a chance to pop out of the office and explore a few different places. So uh, let's get started. First stop was Gemini. Started off Restaurant Week with a bang, going to brunch. Uh, Gemini is located in the heart of Lincoln Park. Has become everyone's neighborhood restaurant even though they don't live around the corner. A made-from-scratch mentality can be found throughout the dinner and brunch menu with dishes that have roots in classic American cuisine by the Midwest seasoning and sensibility. The experience U-shaped bar serves as a focal point in the 92-seat space designed by 55 International, both internationally, physically, and spiritually, providing a welcoming gathering spot for its many regulars. In warmer months, the top sidewalk patio provides a perfect escape for diners as well as their furry four-legged friends. And yes, we sat at the huge Yusei bar. <laughs> Take it up the corner, but number four, had a lot of fun. Uh, this restaurant menu included your choice for first of strawberry lemonade cocktail, bubbles, so your classic mimosa or prickly pear, and also Polly G's Bloody Mary, which includes vodka, tomato juice, and habanero vinegar. Definitely went with the sparkling. Didn't want to try anything else. Why, why go wrong when you always go with sparkling? Second choice. Uh, we actually split both of these, so the Buck Russell's Cinnamon Coffee Cake and Farm Green Salad. As you know, I'm not a huge salad person, but I'll eat it, especially when it's part of a multi-course meal. Third, the Daily Omelette, Avocado Toast on Sourdough, and Lincoln Park Turkey Club. We actually did not get the Avocado Toast on Sourdough. I don't think I've ever enjoyed avocado toast. It seems too simple for me. So the Daily Omelet, which was phenomenal, and also the Langham Park Turkey Club. Clubs always hit the spot. Reminds me of being on the golf course, eating a little snackaroo at the turn to refuel. This is Gemini's in Lincoln Park for brunch. Our next stop is actually Coquette. We actually came here for happy hour, uh, trying to fight for a spot at the bar, and then that just kind of turned into why don't we just do a restaurant week instead. Coquette is Chicago's cutest little French restaurant and wine bar, a pink Parisian dream offering the food of France today paired with audacious natural wines. Stepping inside Coquette, you are instantly transported to a Parisian party filled with French flavors, bubbles, spirits, and music where a mix of quintessential recipes and iconic dishes incorporate influences from the diverse contemporary world that surrounds and inspires us. 
led by executive chef Marcos, oh, sorry, Marcos Campos, culinary director Erwin Millet, and executive pastry chef Shahana Priamano, Coquette expresses their vision for a modern bistro. Through their live fire ovens and mangrove grills, they also feature a dry aging system that blends state-of-the-art technology with methods that go back to thousands of years to unleash the flavor and tenderness of the beef, duck, and fish prepared in the kitchen. This place was incredible. I really, really loved it. Uh, so first steps, primary entrees, creme de berry, smoked cauliflower soup, leeks, and whipped cream. Other choice, mousse de foie de voile, chicken liver, cornichon, and apricot mustard. Third choice, salad de chèvre chaude, baked goat cheese, bacon, and freeze salad. Like I said, no salads for me. So we spot the creme de berry and the mousse de foie de levy. I love mousse. I ate liver growing up. Mousse has always been one of my favorite French pieces. Had to get that for sure here. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend that. Uh, deuxième entrees, the saumon fumé, house-smoked salmon, bellinis, lemon, and crème fraîche, steak tartare, dry-aged strip loin, cornichon, blackcurrant mustard, chips, and tartare flambé, fromage blanc, delicata squash, espeletta honey. I love the tartare flambé, went with that, and we also the saumon fumé, because we're doing steak on the next meal, the next portion of the meal. A plat. Gamba au pastille, which is grilled shrimp, patissi butter, and celeriac puree. Bouffe bourgeon, is burgundy wine braised beef, glazed carrots and potatoes, and puree roti, fire roasted chicken, wild mushrooms, and sage. One with the bouffe bourgeon and the puree roti. One of my best chickens I've ever had in my entire life. The crispy skin from the fire roasted oven was absolutely incredible. The bouffe bourgeon was actually a really small portion, but really tender. There was no fat on it, no bone on it, just sitting in a nice little bowl with the carrots and the potatoes. And for light desserts, creme brulee, gobble that bad boy up, caramelized white chocolate, apricot, Harry Provence sugar, and tartare au citron, burnt mangione, blueberry coulis, and lavender. Uh, we had an awesome time. Our bartender slash server, Brandon, was absolutely incredible. Kept us entertained for quite some time while we had a chance to swing by and check out Coquette for the first time. Definitely coming back. This place was absolutely phenomenal. Next choice is Olio Pio. Olio A Pio brings Italian tradition and true sense of Mediterranean liveliness to vibrant neighborhoods in New York City, Chicago, and DC. As an authentic trattoria, its cuisine is based on classic Italian dishes with a focus on house-made pastas, hand-stretched pizza, and time-honored favorites such as caprese salad, frito mistro, and tiramisu. This lineup changes according to the season. The open dining, rustic interior, and carefully selected wine and cocktails bring a piece of old-world Italy to NYC, Chicago, and D.C. We stopped in here for a late lunch. It was actually really interesting. Uh, literally ordered the entire lunch menu. Uh, kind of feel like this place is still getting their feet beneath them, uh, but want to give it a try. So $10 cocktails to start off were just phenomenal. Got a margarita, espresso martini, can't go wrong with that kind of price point for those cocktails. Uh, starters were the Caprizi di Minero, which is burrata, delicatessen squash, apple, red endive, and balsamic glaze, and the minestrone di Cidadano, celery root, vegetable minestrone, crispy rosemary croutons. 
And then for the minions, pacheri alla norma, pacheri pasta, tomato sauce, fried eggplants, and ricotta salata. And scalponi di polo e fungi, chicken scalponi, truffled mushroom vacasa. Great, yeah, it was really good. Four things plus bread, can't go wrong for a nice lunch. Definitely really enjoyed checking out Oleopia, nice little French bistro in River North. Our next stop was Coursera Cuisina Tulum. The jungle has two attitudes. The feeling of wonder and wonder in the jungles of Tulum, Coursera Cuisina. Tulum will transport you to the zen sunlight of the coast. But when the sun goes down, you find a vibrant bohemian nightlife as if you were dancing through the jungle. Coursera offers a menu of seasonal coastal ingredients paired in traditional methods and paired with an electric array of craft cocktails. Came here for lunch too. But this one was a very different scenario for us, which we really enjoyed. First course, got a choice of guacamole, which is avocado, obviously, garlic, serrano pepper, key lime, and cilantro, or the short rib quesadillas, fresh corn masa, salsa verde, lettuce, crema, and queso fresco, or the queso fundido, poblano roja, melted Mexican cheese, and tortilla. What with the short rib quesadillas and the queso fundido, the quesadillas were more like little hot pockets, to be honest, than the quesadilla. So really good, you know, like pretty much bite side. The queso fundido was so much fun making little sandwiches out of those bad boys. Second course, Caesar salad, Telterra croutons, house Caesar parmesan cheese, or asada tacos, grilled steak, potatoes, jalapeno raja, onions, cilantro, avocado salsa, crispy chicharron, or pollo tacos, adobo marinade grilled chicken, onion, cilantro, salsa verde, heirloom tomatoes, salad, and queso fresco, or the Costera burger, tornado sauce, smoky mayo, pepper jack, pickles, bacon, served with Mexican fries. Definitely did the Costera burger, gobbled that boy up. Took me two Siedens Oaks, I had to take it home, eat the other half of it, because it's so big. And we also did the asada tacos, which I also found really good. I only had one of the three though. Third course, and final, tangerine flan, crispy sweet flour tortilla strips and tangerine, and coconut rice pudding, cinnamon syrup, mango, and coconut. The tangerine flan was really cool, we liked it, really solid flan. The rice pudding was really weird. Very fair. <laughs> Don't know if I'll ever be back. They tried really hard to be really cool and unique and whatnot. Had way too many uh, scented uh, candles around the place. Not candles, but like the, um, the incense that they burn. They're actually burning one in a box like right next to our table, which was driving me off the wall and in the bathroom, but is what it is. Our last stop is at Adorn in the Seven Seasons. Celebrating 75 years of Garrett's Popcorn and 35 years of Four Seasons Hotel Chicago, Adorn presents refined revelry rooted in Chicago's unique spirit. Showcasing custom dining experiences with ingredient-driven menus, the lively convivial vibe of Adorn beckons to be discovered alongside Garrett's Popcorn for this year's Restaurant Week 2024. Just got one of everything with the pairing because there are no options on both. <laughs> what a way to go with a bang. Uh, mac and cheese bites. So, Jarnera aioli cheese corn Garrett popcorn garnish paired with Eric Brodel's poire granny pear cider from Normandy. This is super cool. So, it's kind of like a block of mac and cheese like with 
you know, breading all around it and popcorn inside. It was so good. Cider was interesting. Not a huge cider guy, but went with it. The main buttery garret popcorn puree, pancetta, parsip, and frise. Awesome. Very fresh, really exciting, very green. Paired with a Ford Cellars Classic Riesling from the Finger Lakes. Yeah, was okay with that. Let's hope the last pairing is just blows you out of the water. Sweet Salsify. Chocolate Garrett Popcorn Ice Cream with Nitro Chocolate Garrett Popcorn Pugs. Out comes a little ice cream with some chocolate on top and this ice nitro frozen Garrett's Popcorn popping on the plate. Looks so amazing. This was paired with 4th half Marseille's Amaro from Brooklyn. No clue what this was. Some sort of dark liquor almost. Absolutely disgusting for me. So Adorn tried really hard to impress, just missed a spot with me specifically, but either way, I gave him 10 out of 10 for trying. So that about wraps it up for 2024 Chicago Restaurant Week for me. Uh, Things slowed down a little bit this year for eating out at restaurants during Restaurant Week. Really had to do a lot of research on where I wanted to go. A lot of places you go during Restaurant Week are just absolutely slammed. You get in there, you only have literally 90 minutes to eat before you kick out of your spot. Uh, maybe the options are too large, too many, too few, whatever you want to do. But really just got to kind of find the spots that make sense and find the spots that you're going to try to check out afterwards, right? If you're going to your regular hot spot, maybe try to open food, might ruin your expectations of what it's like to dine there in the future. But super supportive of Chicago Restaurant Week. really allows a lot of people to get out there and have fun in the middle of the cold here in Chicago. Even though we're in fake spring right now, where it's like 45, 50 degrees out, uh, people really need to get out and support restaurants here in town. I have a lot of friends that own restaurants, and they need all the support they can get. So hope you guys enjoy this adventure. Sit back, relax, and have the rest of your evening. This episode is sponsored by Trendsapio. Collaborate with trendsetters and artists worldwide. Join the creative talent marketplace by showcasing your fashion and artistic intelligence. Trendsapio connects diverse talent from creative industries with brands that need fresh ideas. Showcase your projects. Create your portfolios and showcase your work in creative talent pools. Collaborate with industry peers and give life to your next big project. Hire on demand. Create portals, post jobs, cast and promote talent. Let trendsetters find your projects. Transitio handles your onboarding needs. Build a network that works. Build a community of like-minded trendsetters and links with brands and businesses across the globe. Want to make your mark on Transapio? Go ahead and leverage the latest AI-driven technology that brings talent and opportunities into a seamless ecosystem. Join them to help make the next viral trend that will transform the world. Transapio. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Ready reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Mm-hmm.